your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Minnesota Twins in the standings. Yeah, they're always yeah. <laughs> no, and, and but uh, it's, it, it's it, that's kind of like how Columbus is. Like they 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 are one year they're in the the high rankings of one of the best teams in the league, and then they fall off the next year. And I don't know if that's kind of just general excitement kind of falling off the table because the Twins were very good last year, and now at the trade deadline they were talked about as, as sellers. Yeah, and, and we saw that. Yeah. We've seen that with NHL teams almost all the time. I mean, a couple of years ago, Arizona got Taylor Hall. And yeah, right, exactly. And, and then, they made a run for it and it yeah. just didn't, you know. Uh it's gonna happen. You know, that that's that's sport, but you'll get guys through trades and those small market I love when stuff like that happens. Yeah, you know, I, I, I wanted uh the Avalanche to to go after Taylor Hall, and they were. Um, they didn't get them, but Arizona got, and that, that, cause I, I like that. I'm a small market guy. Um, no, yeah. so I like, I like when a team like, you know, Arizona, you know, makes a go for it. Yeah. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, it, no, I love to see that stuff, especially with the salary cap, the way it is. Cause it really, and we spoke about this with the draft. It really, you really see who are the best of the best in terms of front office personnel. That's yeah. really where their talents come to shine because you really have to think outside the box. Um, we yeah. saw with Ottawa a year ago with all the moves they made and they're set up for talent wise for the next couple of years. And with that whole Taylor oh Hall God. thing, go uh, ahead. With that whole Taylor know, Hall thing, say. with that whole Taylor Hall thing with Colorado is like I think he didn't go there because he heard about like Nathan McKinnon's wild like diet. He's like, no, <laughs> we don't we don't do steak after the game. <laughs> Uh, but I know, uh, I know, uh, I I know. I'm gonna connect you with my goat cheese guy because you definitely got. I love me some goat cheese. I had that on vacation recently when I went to Puerto Rico, and it it was life changing. Yeah. Uh, you, you've never had goat cheese before? No, I I just. Are you serious? Wow. Goat. The words goat cheese don't sound very appetizing to me. Oh, it's delicious. You got you got a blaze pizza down there. I'm sure you got many blaze pizzas down there. Uh, no, I think I no. I had it in an omelet one morning. Okay, yeah, you could do that. And it was like, what? But do you that? have blaze pizza? Is what I'm at. You you have to have blaze pizza. Blaze pizza. I yeah. Never heard of it. Really? We have a thousand Ray's famous pizza. We have Sabaros okay. all over. We have Gotham, which is like cardboard. Blaze Blaze pizza is like. Uh, the the Chipotle for pizza, like you you walk in and you go down the row and you tell them everything you want in your pizza and then they wood fire it right in front of you and you're on your way. Here's the interesting thing with Blaze Pizza. Uh, that is why LeBron James is not with McDonald's anymore. McDonald's ha- he was he was signed on with McDonald's and. Yeah. I guess if you well maybe just for LeBron, I don't know about all their athletes, but with LeBron, like they had like he had like a no compete clause in his contract, so yeah. he couldn't he couldn't advertise any other food okay. entity, and so he wanted to be an investor in Blaze Pizza, but couldn't because of his contract with McDonald's, so he broke his contract with McDonald's to be a 
part owner of Blaze Pizza. And uh, I, you know what? That, there you go. I f- vaguely remember reading about that, and I feel like yeah. Kevin Durant also in on that too. Could and, be, yeah. And, and I, yeah, that's that's wild. But um, if you go get, you gotta have one down where you are. But if if you can, they have goat cheese available. Throw it on pizza, man. Oh, goat, goat wonderful, wonderful on pizza. I, I'm a snobby yeah. New Yorker, so any you know, I then again, I I put everything on my on on it. Like so, the big I, thing with, but the big thing with the Nathan McKinnon diet was everybody's latching on to his chickpea pasta, which sounds uh, fantastic. It's great, dude. I I. My wife and I have been buying chickpea pasta for probably the last year. It's fantastic. The smell when it's cooking. Yeah. Um, if you, uh, I guess, enjoy the fruits of a certain plant out there, uh, it smells like that. <laughs> when okay. it's cooking. When it's cooking in the water, it does. It, it smells like pot when you're when you're cooking. Oh, it. okay. Um, but, by the way, we do but, have Blaze Pizza down here in Queens. There you so go. I will go. try that out. Going tomorrow. Um, <laughs> take off yeah, but like yeah, but <laughs> take off the entire day just to go eat Blaze Pizza because <laughs> you'll be recovering on the you'll be sitting on the porcelain god for a while after oh, eating Blaze Pizza. No, 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 you won't. It's good stuff. Um, uh, yeah, but the chickpea pasta, dude, it, it smells a little odd, but it tastes great. It tastes good. A little bit thicker than regular spaghetti, but it's uh, it's good. Give it a yeah, shot. With that whole Nathan – oh, I definitely have to try that out. That whole yeah. Nathan McKinnon thing, I was hearing – I believe it was on 31 Thoughts they were talking about. They were joking. Then again, who knows what Elliot Friedman, he knows everything. He was saying like – he, he was just joking around saying, do you think like Nathan McKinnon is calling up his teammates? Like, I'm going to come over and go through your fridge tomorrow. And this is what you're no. going to need from now on. No. Um, no. Well, that's the thing, though, because if if you remember and and we with LeBron, he became a vegetarian or a vegan and just to stay kind of like to keep his longevity up. And mm-hmm. that he turned into I mean, he looked fantastic when he started at that but with a yeah. hockey player i feel like i don't know i i'm not by any means a nutritionist i'm i'm more of the <laughs> eating you know enjoying yourself when you eat not like you know but at okay. the same time eating within reason um because like when when i used to play baseball at a high level and, and work out all the time i would eat like steak and because that's like a sense of protein you know i i did right. the rocky diet i drank three uh, raw eggs a day oh, before I went oh, and, and oh, man. don't listen. I don't know if you tried it, but I don't. I don't like eggs day, anyway. Anyone listening out there that is thinking about doing this, I'm gonna give don't. you some tips real quick. Well, <laughs> don't do it often because you will get oh. salmon. Um, but what so you do? What? Why would you, you do take, it at all then? Like that or not? That's right there. Well, I won't try it, it has something to do with the protein. If you cook an egg, well, oh, you don't God. have as much protein in the actual egg. Um, the most protein you'll ever get is in its rawest form. But what you do to combat the disgusting taste mm-hmm. is you throw some protein powder of your choice. I did chocolate. Oh. And you mix oh. it all together. Add a little bit of milk. 
and, and you just down the hatch. It's like taking shots. Oh, people. Don't no, let it touch it's your not. tongue. Don't let it touch oh. your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, no. I, I, I'm curious to see, like, because I've, I've heard, like, from, like, a couple of sources, like, some of the players around the league have, like, or out of control with like their diets. Like I know Austin Matthews has a personal chef that comes to his house all the time. Uh, Jack Eichel is one of those guys as well. And where it's so funny how like you go from like players smoking cigarettes on the bench during between shifts to like, yeah, like, like, yeah, like the stat line for Gordy Howe is three goals and two darts during, during, (laughs) and and now, What's gonna I mean, happen like, during it? Like, what's gonna happen during an NHL game? You're gonna catch like Nathan McKinnon eating kale between. <laughs> Gotta fuel up, man. Uh, All right, let's take a quick break to hear from BetOnline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and NFL is right around the corner, and you can track all of that action at Bet Online. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including baseball, basketball, hockey, football, and UFC and MMA. So before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all of the greatest sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep and make their playoff runs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up, and when you do, you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code LOCKED ON. So, bet online, your online sportsbook experts. It doesn't surprise me. I mean, these, these guys are, are, are commodities. You know what I mean? They have to keep their bodies in the best possible shape i you know i think it's odd that this stuff hasn't gotten out earlier just with the way social media is and things like that like not knowing uh we all knew that nathan mckinnon uh was pretty hardcore with his with his workout routine and what he eats uh it was nikita zadorov who kind of talked about this stuff recently um that it's kind of gotten out there so we got some more detail to it yeah. Uh, but, but Ryan Graves was just asked about it, um, from some interview they did in somewhere in New Jersey asking him like, you know, are, is that valid? Everything's the was saying. And he's like, yeah, but it's not like, it's not to the extent like you're saying, like he's, you know, peeking into their houses, like in, in their windows and creepy Nathan McKinnon, you know, creeping around your house. It's just known. It, like when you get yeah. to the rink for practice or a game, uh, don't eat that stuff in front of him because he will call you out. If you want to do it at your house, there's nothing you can do about that. But yeah. he's created a culture where you probably don't even want to do it at your house because you see how well right. it's doing for him. So you're going to do it too. It, it's so funny how you have guys like that. And then on the other end of the spectrum, is guys and and there's a theme with that it's the russian players mostly you have guys like nikita kucherov and and alexander ovechkin who just they look like they own like the surfboard shop on the beach they give you lessons (laughs) like with what you've seen like obviously after the stanley cup they have their shirts off and it's like this guy is one of the best players on on the planet and he looks like this 
where like well look, know, look at kessel look at, look at phil kessel man that guy oh phil phil gets a got, bad rap because like it, i feel like it all started when he was with toronto and and then again we, we've we, i've heard interviews where players call him out and just call him fat but it, it's hockey's one of those sports man where you know you could be out of shape and play it at a certain uh, to a certain degree which is like insane <laughs> to think about um but it's it's also crazy because I mean you're playing you know 82 games a year you're playing two yeah. or three games a week um, during the season you would think you can pretty much eat whatever the heck you want because you're gonna burn it off when you yeah. know it's it's game time uh, but he doesn't have that mindset it's uh, you know all hockey all the time for him well I think if it as long as you're performing at the level that you expect yourself to I think it's really not that big of a deal. I mean, unless, you know, it's not like football players where we used to hear on a yearly basis, like Eddie Lacy, remember him? It was like a common thing. He had a a clause in his contact. If, if he came in or lost X amount of pounds during training camp, he would get a thousand dollars a pound or something like that, which is like, it's your job. It's like, it's like if you and I went to work and we didn't have pens and they had an R salary (laughs) contract, like, all right, you get an extra 50 bucks for every pen. Uh, 60 if it's in blue ink, you know, like it, it, it's like it. That's what like frustrates me though. With like some of these players, especially when we when they cry poverty or certain things like that, it's like, or like they you make millions of dollars and you can't even get in shape for this. It's like, yeah, it's right. like, yeah, it's like if I went into work with a tuxedo t shirt every day and was like, oh, I don't want to spend the money what's on wrong like, with that, right? Yeah, what's wrong with that? And it's like, Adam. Like Adam, we get it. Your favorite movie is Step Brothers, but still, like, <laughs> can't be keep doing. That. And, and you know, tuxedo T-shirt, keyboard tie, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you listened to the podcast called Durbano? I have not, because Kyle Sullivan turned yes. me on to this uh, podcast, and it's about this guy named Steve Durbano who was just the goon of goons, man. And this is like, you know, what we're talking about, like didn't take care of himself at all yeah. because he, that's not what he, he's out there to, to, to cause havoc. And he was a guy that you absolutely feared every single time uh, you were taking the ice. Well, so, the, and, the, and he got mixed up into drugs and stuff like that. So uh, did he play for the you, Red Wings is because there, uh, there was a book that came out a couple of years ago. I remember it was a, the guy who played for the Red Wings, and but he had all kind of drug issues, and it was a very unfortunate thing. Um, I, I believe the book came out, and, and I believe he passed away eventually. No, uh, he played for St. Louis, Pittsburgh, uh, the Kansas City Scouts of 1975-1976. Uh, actually played for the Colorado Rockies for one year, and then that was yeah, no, he got he got one more year with St. Louis in 78-79. But uh but he was drafted by the Rangers. Okay. Thir- 13th overall. Like I mean, he could have been a really good player, but he was just so messed up, man. Like go it's it's a like a five or six episode podcast just about like his life. Um yeah. Crazy crazy player. That really I was good thinking player. I was thinking of uh Bob Probert who, who uh, Oh yeah. Yeah, I I um wrote a book. He di- he passed away when he was forty five in twenty ten, which is like 
super unfortunate. And even the Blackhawks, I believe, tried to have him back and help him out, and obviously it didn't work out. But and what did he die from? A heart attack, I, it says. Yeah, but that that had to have been from you know years of drug mm. abuse and all that stuff. But um, well, with the goons though and the enforcers, like. I mean, he's in incredible shape. Like, but like Ryan Reeves has one job when he steps on the ice. That's not right. to skate two hundred feet up and down. It's to right. find the toughest guy on the ice and make sure he doesn't take your your best player's head off. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, I cannot wait for opening night when the Rangers <laughs> play the Capitals. Because uh, you know, on the opening shift, Tom Wilson is getting rocked by Ryan Reeves. Because like, uh, I. I think though, I I think one of them, and I say one of them, it'll probably be Wilson. Will will make the first idiotic move. Well, and Ryan I'm not Reeves a big Ryan Reeves fan at all. Well, I I've I I have a love hate relationship with him, but he's made it known as well that he he does not like Tom Wilson. No, he they doesn't. don't like each other at all. Yeah, no. Well, because yeah, they went be at it, and I, and I believe Reeves got suspended when the Capitals played the Golden Knights in the Cup Finals a couple of years ago for a hit he put on Wilson. Okay, uh, it was he. Yeah. Wilson hit him first, and Reeves retaliated, and you know, obviously the, the guy who retaliates always always gets caught. Of um, course, yeah. Um, Let's take another quick little break to hear from rockauto.com. And with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brands that their warehouse happens to carry? You have a computer with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket save time and money when using rock auto it's a family-run business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years the prices are reliably low for every customer so go explore their easy to use website today and find the solution to your auto parts needs go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the how did you hear about us section so they know that we sent you to them Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar on the market. And did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There is something for everyone. And when you talk to Built Bar fans, they all have their flavor of choice. And you can pick yours between flavors such as coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, including the always famous limited edition flavors. So if you haven't tried them, you can get a mixed box where you can get two of each of nine flavors. And not only are the Built Bar flavors best tasting, but they are healthy. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories range from 130 to 180. Only four or five grams of sugar only four to five grams of net carbs, amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. So go to builtbar.com right now. Use the promo code locked 15 and you will get 15% off of your orders. Promo code once again is locked one five and that's at builtbar.com. We, you know, with, with whoever's listening to this and we'll wrap it up soon. Um, 
is, and I guess this is a good way to kind of wrap it up, mm. is I threw the idea at you when, when we try to come up for how can we spice things up on the show, you know, with Locked on NHL. And, and I always like to incorporate our mutual, uh, you know, love for like comic book movies and the comic books and all that stuff. And, you know, one of the best shows out there right now that I think is the Marvel What If that dropped previous, you know, last week. And yeah. I threw the idea at you when they first announced it. What if we do like a like an NHL what if? But first, let's talk about the more important thing. Let's talk about the Marvel what if. Have you seen it? Because I did. I finally watched it. Yeah. Okay. So thoughts, concerns, questions. I love it. I mean, and I was a big fan of the what if comics when when they were out in the nineties. Like I thought those were awesome. I thought those were they were just cool one offs on you know different things within the Marvel universe, and uh, I think it's really cool. And I like that they're doing it uh animated because you know, know, I, I think like they yeah they did it the right way with that because you there's you could do a lot more thinkively with that you know you, yeah. you don't yeah you don't have to drag and, 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 chris evans back into the picture to get in shape or whatever no yeah. no and it just feels like you're it's a comic book like the way yeah. the animation is it's more of like comic booky so yeah i'm looking forward to like how they you know all the other stories that they come out with for this thing because it's it's cool it's a really cool concept and then with a like a nhl what if like we're not going to get into detail unless you want to with all the what ifs but like what is if like the nhl comes up to you is like all right we want to copy marvel we want to make some tv episodes about you know what if this didn't happen or what if that didn't Mm -hmm. happen uh, in NHL history, what's the first one that you're writing down on the script or on the on the on the board on the the marker board in in the the production room? Hmm. I mean, I'm thinking of like trades and stuff like that. So, like, what if, what if a trade did not happen, or what if a trade did happen? Um. Well, and we you got to go right. What's up? We have to start with, I guess, with Gretzky because his trade That's sets what I'm off. Set off how many different trade scenarios for the next 10, 15 years in the NHL? Right. Right. I mean, what if that didn't happen? Well, I don't think hockey's um, as big as it is in the United States. That's a very good point. Yeah. Like, to a certain extent, I'm not going to get crazy with this, but I think like if if hockey if Gretzky doesn't go to Los Angeles, there's no Tampa Bay Lightning, there's no Colorado Avalanche. Then again, they were already in Colorado about that time. Um, but who knows uh, they if they would have lasted? Yeah. Right, it, or um, if they would have been awarded a you know a, a team to relocate to, to yeah. Denver, I don't know. That's true. I mean, there's so many, there's so much uh, that came out of that. Um, but what would have happened in Edmonton if he had stayed? You know what I mean? Like they they were a good team. Obviously, they had him on there. So you you continue to build around the best player that ever played. Yeah, you know, and could, did, could he could they have set some records that would never have been broken? Oh, sure, it's possible. 100%. Yeah, and, I mean, he already and, did. He already yeah. did that while he was there. So, and they they won one after he left too. How much longer after? It was not a that year, long after like two years. Maybe. It was at least a year or two. It wasn't long yeah, at all. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was relatively quick. Yeah, um, and, and I think that's like when I when I think of like the NHL like Mount Rushmore, I think you have to put Messier up there just because of 
he was able to do it in two different places and be the guy in two different places. But he mm-hmm. kind of became he he settled into that leadership role like that because he was yeah. the captain of that 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 Stanley Cup team a uh, year or two later. Um, yeah, I would. Well, here's one. Here's a more current one, and it, you know, centering around my team. Yeah. Um, the, the the reason why the Avalanche drafted Nathan McKinnon is solely because of Patrick Waugh. They had the number one overall pick, and all signs were them go- going with Seth Jones. Uh, that that I was their guy. Totally forgot about that draft. And and it was. Um, Patrick Wow, who kind of stepped up kind of late in the game. It wasn't like the day of or anything like that. But, right. um, you know, I think they, everything was pointing to them taking Jones. And he he said, I've seen this guy play for Halifax. Uh, you might want to take a harder look at him. And and they did. And, you know, I, I think Seth Jones is a, a, a fine player. I think he w- would have been done, you know, very well in Colorado. Yeah. But you know, there's no doubt that you know they 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 went a, a route not a lot of people thought they would. That kind of yeah. surprised some people that when he was the number one pick. So, uh, yeah, I guess what if what if Joe Sackick never hired Patrick Waugh as a head coach, the Avalanche wouldn't have Nathan McKinnon on their team right now. That's a, and then you're talking about what and year was that? It, uh, what year was that? His draft yes. was fourteen, uh, fifteen. So you're talking oh, about no, maybe thirteen. Let me see. Well, they they became well because they that that big turnaround after they were one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. Um, but you're talking about like because we're getting into a territory with that where you're talking about future drafts just being completely turned on their head. 13, 14, he was drafted. So the year before. Standings and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, well, and the interesting thing with, with Y is like his tenure as coach ended like unceremoniously. It was yeah. not. So, you know, you, you left them, you just cut bait and ran. Right. Uh, and it didn't end well. But for your tenure there, you left them with one of the best players in the league. So thank you for that, at least. <laughs> yeah. Pretty crazy. I mean, just man, I'm, that's a really good one because like mm. that that just changes. It's stuff like that. Just and there's little ones too that are like ripple effects. But th- this is where like you're talking about the entire landscape of the Western Conference being turned on its head. Um, yeah, because you're you're talking about like the Sharks maybe not starting the rebuild or just kind of going down the tube as early as they are because the Sharks were a very competitive team, um, borderline team for a couple of years there. Uh, Wow, I don't even know how to beat that one. I would probably (laughs) – I guess to stay with recency. Yeah. I would probably have to say um, – because I've thought about this as well. What if Boston, after they win the Stanley Cup in 2011, what if they don't trade Tyler Sagan because of the whole party boy thing? You know, you're talking about you have a very young 
20, 21, 22 year old. I, I don't remember. I know he was like 19 when they won the cup back then. Was he that young? Jesus. He was, he was like in his second or third year when, they, when they won. Um, because the big controversy was uh, they went to Mohegan's son after they won. Oh, yes. And, and a That's photo right, emerged yeah. of him drinking, and obviously he wasn't 21, so that was a big deal. Um, That's right. But I, I think that they win another. Then again, uh, Tim Thomas kind of – I wouldn't say went AWOL, but he had some issues to where – he was questioning his future in the game of hockey and, you know, yeah. he was a huge part of that. So you don't know with the goaltending there, if, you know, then again, you have Tuka Rask waiting in the rings in the wings mm-hmm. at that point. So I don't know. I, I, it, it's interesting with that, or even with, um, there was a draft that we did recently, or even like, um, what if, or what about a future? What if, what if, uh, Buffalo never trades Jack Eichel. There you go. Um, which yeah. I have you have you read up or heard anything about like the different different surgeries, the one he wants to get versus the one that they want him to get. I've so, I've heard a little bit. I don't know the extreme details. So it, to not to get into I, crazy detail, he the one he wants to get it's a one and done. Where. Yeah. The one that they want him to get, um, uh, he he would have to. They would eventually have to go back in there and kind of repair some things, not immediately, but like when he's probably in his forties or so, and then maybe later okay. on, you know, years later. And his his whole reasoning with that is he doesn't want to go through that. Who wants to get? Who wants to be under the yeah, knife? You know, if you yeah. want to nip it in the butt right now, then do it. Do it uh, exactly. And, I don't blame him for that. And obviously, the whole thing with the Sabers is that it's never been done to a hockey player. But you, you've had this surgery with UFC fighters who get ten times more punishment than than NHL players. Okay, all right, and, yeah. And that's the thing. It's and um, once again, to, to quote uh, Thirty One Thoughts, they had a they had the doctor who was consulting with Jack, Jack Eichel on. I heard that he was on there, yeah. And um, he did a fantastic job of explaining everything to to people that have no idea what any of the terms and, and all that <laughs> means. Uh, because I yeah. would have there – there's like a good – you know, when we talk in our meetings here, our production meetings at Lockdown, they always stress, you know, the first 15 whatever seconds of a show or it could be make or break depending on the show. And, and I mean – if he didn't go into detail about Ugh. explaining things, he would have lost me. <laughs> and so, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think that this kind of goes in that conversation is that mm. Buffalo needs to stop screwing around. I, I mean, yeah, you could technically legally tell him to do whatever he wants to do, but listen, you got to look at this guy as a, as a person, not as a commodity. You know, unfortunately. Right. And yeah, I could see it from both sides. You know, you're you're a businessman. You're 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 trying to do what you think is right for your investment, which is Jack Eichel, because yes, you pay him a salary worth millions of dollars. You are technically investing money in him so he could come back and win games for you. Yeah. And bring in fans. And I, I just I don't know, it's a very strange situation. Um I I just I think that the likelihood of him staying in Buffalo is very unlikely. 
I think that Buffalo is also doing everything they can to keep him there just because. Oh, sure. And they, they should. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, why? The worst good. thing you could have is a very unhappy superstar. Yeah. Which he definitely is, clearly. Yeah, I, so uh, I, I think it'll get dragged on through the season at some point. But because this is their last year of team control, I think. I believe so. With him. I think it is. So after this, you know, it's going to be a lot tougher to get what you want back for him. So uh, we'll see. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be really tough. And yeah. I can't believe we're, we're wrapping things up a little over two hours, an hour less than what we did Oof. on the first year. But then again, the, the offseason, we still have a couple of weeks. I was going to say, we could, we could have a part two of this, which would be another two hours. So, yeah, you so know, there you go. I think that'll happen. I think it's part one, part two will be in a couple of weeks probably. All right. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it under the locked on avalanche. Uh, <laughs> yeah. For, for part two. Yeah, for for all the Avalanche fans that are not enjoying yeah. this 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 sea of championship blue and white. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, uh, buddy, thanks for doing this again. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, and we got to do. We'll probably do this like we said again. Um, we will. Yeah, before the season starts. All right. Yeah. So that's been it for I, whatever segment we end up cutting this into. Segment uh, question mark of Locked On Lightning. I'm Adam Danker and Chris Masilli from Locked On Avalanche. Have a good one. See ya. And I totally messed up that thing, but whatever. Go, Abs, go.